0: Welcome to the Enlighten Up Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Frolick and I invite you to cozy up with me each week as I explore all aspects of the spiritual journey, spiritual biohacking, and expanding the mind beyond this reality. Remember that the collective awakening can start by planting one seed. So thanks for being such an amazing audience and sharing these shows with your family and friends. So without further ado, let's jump right into the episode and find out what we're discovering today. Hey everyone. Welcome back to the Enlighten Up podcast. I'm so happy to have you back here with me again this week. Today, I have a returning guest. I have Amalea Jan Karas, who is a master mystic, a business consultant, and a catalyst for expanding consciousness. Her mission is to wake up your dormant abilities and help you ground your mission. And I'm excited to have Amalia back on the show today because, given the times that we're in, the times of uncertainty, she's going to be sharing with us today a lot of how that may reveal your soul purpose. Um, it's about discussing the stages of the dark night of the soul and how our path towards finding our life mission and fine tuning our gifts come through when we're faced with so much uncertainty and how we can find those solutions in the quiet. Amalea, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing today?
1: Thanks, Nicole. It's good to be here. I'm I'm feeling good today. It's been a wobbly ride, obviously, everyone in quarantine, <laughs> kind of the end of an old age, it feels like, um, and we're in that... Yeah. owning phase or something. So yeah, some days are... Really Good and focused and clear, um, and today I feel really relaxed, um, but not every day right <laughs> like, just a few days ago, I was not feeling this way so <laughs> i 'm happy to be here yeah
0: yeah there's a lot of um there are a lot of intense energies coming into the planet right now, and I feel like there's so much information coming out uh, and it's really hard, I think, for people to discern what is true, what is not. There's just so much being bombarded and it's very polarizing, which of mm-hmm. course creates a lot of fracturing just in general. Um, and I think that's, that plays a role in how our energy can go so high and low through this whole process.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, I wonder, you know, there's all this speculation of, is the virus real? And um, what is it exactly? And what's the agenda? And I don't know, for me, the virus is definitely um, fear, and how it separates people. And I think that um, I I try to look at everything as a blessing, regardless of how scary it looks, Uh, just from my own life experience, and having pushed through many, many dark nights of the soul. And I had nine years of spiritual initiation, like shaman strong shamanic initiation where nothing seemed as it was. Um, and I established this way of just accepting everything, no matter how, how dark, how disturbing, um, that it's for a bigger plan and people might think oh you know that's really optimistic or um like kind of avoiding the darkness but it's not it's just what gives me hope when it gets really dark um and it's it's a way and I've I've seen over and over again that when I'm able to do that um it is how it is what ends up, you know, like if I look back at some of the darkest times in my life when something really tragic has happened and it just seems like unbearable at the time and I'm unable to see forward. Um, once I get through it and move through it, I'm on the other side of it and I look back at it. I oh my God, that was so needed for this massive shift in consciousness that I attained and what put me on my path. Um, Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. I find (laughs) this
0: whole, I do, I find, you know, there's Mm -hmm. so much in us that wants to avoid fear. And I'm not saying that, you know, fear is, is a necessary thing. We, you know, it's, if there's some danger we want to know about, we need to, you know, act on it. But of course we've been, um, we've been programmed to be fearful of things that we don't need to be fearful of. And so that's where a lot of the issues come in, but, also, the scarier, darker times um, that we wish that we, you know, from that human compassionate place of the, being the empath, you don't wish on people, but at the same time, you have to also take a step back that through our darkest periods, that's where we've grown the most and evolved the most and had our eyes and soul opened up to in a way that would have never happened had we not experienced those m- more darker experiences.
1: Exactly, yeah, I think we are all being cracked open collectively right now, and you know those of us who've been cracked open at least once or twice in our life or multiple times um, are kind of the rocks, I think, and the pillars to to ground out this situation, you know someone who who hasn't really had much of a rough life or hasn't like had to recover from nothing or you know hasn't been kind of pushed through that dark night of the soul yet this can be an extremely tragic experience Um, but for those of us who've been through it it's like okay we're in the washing machine effect again and we know that there is there is something on the other side of this and we are going to be more resilient and stronger because of it and all the all the false narratives, all the things that weren't serving us are going to get stripped away um, in the process, you know.
0: Do you mind me asking you, um, what have been some of your blessings that you've received through this whole process, as well as perhaps um, some of the lower points that everyone, I mean, we're all experiencing them, uh, that you've experienced through all of this?
1: with with covid and yeah. specifically?
0: Yeah, since this kind of all started. Um,
1: yeah, I think well the hard part is um up until last week it wasn't really um affecting me so much and then someone uh, a local friend of mine here not not a really close friend but someone I had just um I've known for about a year and I was just dancing he's in he's in my dance class um passed away from COVID last week. Oh, and I'm so sorry. Up until up until that point, um, this whole pandemic has felt so far away. Like I didn't know anyone who was sick. I wasn't believing any of the numbers. And I still don't buy into the narrative of this being a pandemic. Um, I'm seeing it in a different light, but... I've been asking for the last month or more, you know, who knows someone who's actually sick? And I've heard stories from friends of mine, but they've all been like not close people to them. Mm-hmm. And none of it has been like, I'm in Mexico. And so we didn't really have any cases. And then all of a sudden, someone I was just dancing with four weeks ago is now dead. You know, he, we heard he got sick and then two weeks later he was dead. And he's my age, you know, so that hit, that hit hard. Um, And at the same day I found, (laughs) the same day I found that out, I found out um, one of the most important people in the world to me, who's in her uh, late eighties had it. And that was, yeah. So there's been about four or five days that have been really rough, really dark, um, and just yesterday and today I'm feeling better. That's why I was like, I'm feeling better right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, yeah, but the, the good part, um, you know, and I do realize a lot of people now we're, we're, we're hearing of, you know, the death toll and it's hitting closer to home for people that maybe hadn't ex- hadn't experienced it yet. Um, But on a positive level, I just, I see so much positivity happening right now. And um, I see a lot of people finally sitting still, finally taking time out for themselves and stopping the whole rat race of, you know, pushing so hard. And for me, I've always worked from home, pretty much my whole life. I've always had kind of a free flowing schedule. so it kind of just feels like the rest of the world sort of on the same wavelength that I've been on. Um, so there's like this um, feeling of, ah, now you guys can see how beautiful it is when you get to create, create your own schedule for the day and like be your own boss and feed yourself at home and really nourish yourself. But then I, you know, see that our rights are being, once they close the beaches and they, aren't allowing us to be outside the house and they're asking every block where we're going and what we're doing, That um, <laughs> that's put a damper on things a bit. So,
0: Yeah, I think, I'm, I'm really sorry to hear about your friend um, because, you know, I think one of the things that's really hard, especially when we're all trying to understand what is the actual truth of what's going on here, is that um, you know, and I had someone comment this on one of my video posts where I was talking about boosting your immune system and how like you can wear gloves, you can wear masks, and, and all of that. But there are other ways that actually are m- probably more effective and are more in alignment with your own sovereignty. If if you don't have to wear a mask and gloves, is for like taking certain supplements to boost your immune system, which is designed to fight off viruses um, and. You know, I was told to, you know, to be careful because the virus is a hoax. There's no such thing and that all the hospitals are empty. And it's, you know, we have to be really careful about where we're leaning into, um, you know, when we go to polarizing ends of the spectrum, mm. because the truth is always somewhere in the middle, you know, and it could be taking parts of different parts of the spectrum and put, meshing them all together. But from what I've seen, there are definitely hospitals that are, um, not that full at capacity, but there are hospitals that are over full and the doctors there are are working overtime to get everything done. So you have these two very real um, realities presenting at the exact same time. And yet there's still no understanding of really what's actually happening because you can't, you can't use one or the other to define the truth when the truth is probably a mixture of both of those things. So it's really difficult in these times when we're all trying to find out what's true to be careful about, you know, because of one thing, it must be this or because of the other uh, representation, it must be that. How do you um, teach your students to find their own inner discernment and how to process information and tune into you know, the inner self for guidance.
1: Yeah. Thank you for asking that. Um, sorry, there's a truck going by that loves to honk the horn. So <laughs> if it comes, I'm just going to mute myself because um, it's really obnoxious. Well, okay. So I'm going to back up a little bit and talk about the dark night of the soul um, because I think collectively we're in, you know, in the dark night of the soul and the dark night of the soul is when we really get lost on our path and we don't know um like the things that we believed in are crumbling or like the way we used to see the world um is appearing false or maybe our belief structures are crumbling or we lose faith in god or we lose faith in our government or we lose faith in humanity um and we fall into kind of a deep despair about it. Like we're not really sure. We can't see the other side. We have no idea um, where where we're going. And when we get into the dark night of the soul, we basically enter into this hall of mirror effect. And that's what we're experiencing right now with the information war. You know, it's like you hear such extreme polar opposite Uh, narratives that are going on and um I feel that we're gonna hear more and more it's gonna get crazier and crazier like the narrative we don't really have um a, a centralized place for truth right there's no um one news channel or a book or or some way to actually know what's going on. And unfortunately, I don't think any of us are ever going to know what's going on. And I don't think that even the people who are making a lot of the choices, um, especially in governance, really have part, even part of the story. I think that they're also um, kind of moving in the dark. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when, when we look at that from levels of consciousness and spiritual awakenings, um for me what's happened in my um awakening experiences is that I've woken up to different levels of consciousness, it's like different ways of seeing where um and many people have had this experience, like uh many people take substances to have this experience, like if they've taken ayahuasca or um LSD or DMT or something, and they have that uh reality or they're just in deep meditation and then the world the the ordinary realms kind of melt and you start seeing behind the veil and how everything is energy and it's all connected and we are not the only ones in the universe and on and on and on right so each level of um spiritual awakening each consciousness shift comes with it a whole different set of rules and a different uh construct of reality and our mind can't always um keep up the pace when our reality shifts so so dramatically i mentioned my nine years of shamanic initiations um each time i went through a different initiation basically i was awakening to another level of truth Mm -hmm. so if um you know for me i was raised that there's, you know, one God and in a Christian construct. And then I started to see, you know, oh, I actually have past lives. I have strong memories of them and all these things that came into play that I didn't have a belief set for, right? I was raised to not believe that there are past lives or future lives and, you know, there's just heaven and hell and this world, right? Um, So when we start to wake up, to the grander story we go through um like a reconstruction of ourselves and our capacity and we start to wake up to like why were we born and what are we supposed to do with all this information and you know what is my universal soul essence and it can get really confusing. A lot of people fracture um, during such episodes. A lot of people end up in psychiatric wards or medicating. Um, A lot of people end up really depressed or confused or feel like they're losing their grasp of reality because we don't have um, structures and guidance in place for such expansiveness, right? We're we need to go get a job and pay the rent and stay in this 3D construct. Um, and when we have spiritual awakenings, it doesn't always fit um, mm-hmm. the same narrative. And I think we're we're experiencing that in in the news that we're hearing right now about this pandemic.
0: Yeah, you you calling this kind of global pandemic what we're experiencing um, right now. Mm-hmm. As a global dark night of the soul, I actually haven't even thought of it that way before, but that makes so much sense to me. And it really kind of pulls it in a little tighter as into understanding what's actually really happening because of like w- when you were talking about when we do go through our own dark night of the soul, it's basically about all of the foundations that we thought were true or crumbling. And now we have to rebuild a whole new set of foundations based on actual truth that aligns with where our soul is opening up to consciously.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, yeah, and that I, you know I had a I, it's interesting because I was talking to a friend yesterday and she called me a little bit upset because someone had um had basically challenged her integrity. And, you know, she's known her for a long time and they've been really great friends, but just because of a certain belief that she has and it just really hurt her. She's like, I don't understand like why I'm being attacked because I have a certain belief. And I think that there's just so much fracturing, like you were talking about happening right now, that people are literally experiencing severe cognitive dissonance right now.
1: Mm -hmm. And they don't
0: know how... To react or act—I should say—they're just reacting from a from a really deep-seated fear that comes from knowing that your entire foundation is crumbling without you actually consciously being aware of it.
1: Yeah, and it's everybody is going to feel this in a different way. Um, those those of us who've done a lot of meditation and. Um, have opened to other realms of reality and realize that it's not just this ordinary reality that we're dealing with are going to fare a lot better in what we're experiencing collectively but um, like I'd like to pull this example because it, this this has happened to me and I think it's more common that this happens to multiple people and it's an easier concept to to stick with but imagine like you're in a marriage and you think everything's great and um it's working really well and then one day you just something kind of occurs to you that something's off and you find out like your spouse has been having this um affair with your best friend or something <laughs> something tragic and you're so much in shock because it's not a, who you thought he was your friend's not who you thought she was and and you're in this entire, maybe you found out your community members were also lying to you, and other people knew, maybe even your children knew, and they were all lying to you. Okay. So um, imagine you wake up to that one. (laughs) Yeah. Right? This is common though. This happens a lot. Yeah. Because the person who was lied to was in denial from all the signs, was sort of just living in their own Blissful ignorance of what was going on in their marriage or what was true in their marriage, right? And then one partners and also like their best friend and so imagine your entire inner circle has been lying to you or hiding something from you and How disturbing that is now that person, that woman whoever you know has experienced that I'm just using this as an example this didn't exactly happen to me, but similar things have happened um, but you know, your your whole reality, you don't know who to trust, right? You're like, okay, well, my best friend lied, my home lied, like my kids were lying, like I don't even know where to look, where where do I go? So you have to dive inward. You have to start doing the deep search. And I've had many of these experiences where I felt betrayed by my entire inner circle. Not that story, but different stories. And I can tell you that um, they were horrible experiences. Life, like, just feels like the guts get taken out of you. Like, I can't, I have no hope in humanity. Like, everyone's lie. everyone's fake. Like, where's the goodness in the world? And I think that people are going to experience that right now because the level of um, facade that many people have placed on the government or on the powers that be that are sort of controlling the narrative when all it's all being shaken down right now. And and sometimes the truth uh, is really hard to digest the actual truth because we've been living in a blissful ignorance in a way, just going along with the collective narrative. And I think that that age is over Mm -hmm. and we are awakening into our own sovereignty, and to waking up our, our full potential of why we're actually alive at this time, and what we've come here to do. And when we awaken to that, uh, we have to be our own inner compass. We have to we have to have our own um, inner navigation system, and tune to truth within ourselves in mm-hmm. order to see and discern what's true or not from outside. We've been in, we've been so programmed to be programmed yeah. like to just receive everything like to go to work and be told what to do when to do it when to sh- show up be spoon fed spoon fed for everything yeah uh, so dependent on these authority figures that tell you what's real and not real from the church to our healthcare to our education um to our work um, Which for me, it's so disturbing
0: yeah and and that brings it all back to me to sovereignty is like the biggest theme here right now because every time you give your power away to an authoritative figure, whether they're right or wrong, you should never um just blindly give it away despite maybe someone's right and they're they're an authoritative figure and and everything they're saying is truth, but that doesn't mean that you just blindly then just allow yourself to be spoon fed by them continuously for all time. And I think that's where a lot of stuff is now coming up to the surface of we have to continuously be asking questions and critically thinking about things. And even though we may be receiving information from really good sources who've now proven themselves over time to be really truthful and honest, it doesn't mean that if they say something that doesn't resonate with you, that you dismiss your own internal guidance system and continue to be spoon-fed. Um, because it's the same thing. And we, with, with Saturn in Aquarius now and Jupiter in Capricorn this whole idea of just the the challenging of authorities and who's the true authority and Saturn and Aquarius is all about now starting to uh, really tune into the higher self for your knowledge and your wisdom and for your guidance system and to rebel against things that are of the nature of what we've seen over the last, gosh, hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're in very interesting times, stars aligning for everything to really influence things this way. Um, but it's, it's truly, um, it's, I, I, sometimes I'm speechless just when you like sit back, right? (laughs) It
1: it, it is. It's shocking. We're in a collective shock. And when we see how deep the spoon feeding has been, like, we don't even know what we're addicted to being spoon fed of because it's so covert. It's so covert. We've had covert narcissists and psychopaths, um, running the world from forever for mm-hmm. our entire lives. Mm-hmm. And so we don't even realize that like just shopping, um, and, and buying something that we're buying into We're giving our power away. We don't even see that we're doing that because it's so evasive. And when you start to see how deep it goes, and how your innocent, like just filling up gasoline at a certain gas station, is is um, funding like the cartel war, and you know, like we don't even realize how we're giving our power away constantly mm-hmm. by just participating and buying our our coffee and filling up our gas tanks and buying something to eat.
0: Yeah. No, exactly.
1: And, and I think right now we're at this moment where the old structures are just crumbling. The world is never going to be like it was. I mean, it just isn't. We are creating a new earth system right now. Now there's many paths forward. It can be um, a new world order or it could be the new earth that many of us have been dreaming of in the golden age, right? It, there's like a split and it's very clear that there's a war going on. A huge war. And we're not, we're, the only way we're participating is within ourselves. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone right now watching the news and trying to vote for a politician is really, uh, I mean, those things are necessary to a certain degree, but the bigger war is on your psyche. And if you don't know how to discern and really grab and own your sovereignty. So sovereignty to me is your actual energetic sovereignty, first and foremost. Um, A lot of people hear the word sovereign and they think that they need to be totally self-sufficient and, you know, not pay taxes or so, you know, that word's used in a lot of Mm contexts. For me, sovereignty is your actual energetic shape. So when we're being manipulated, our, our energy fields, which is like a bubble around your body um, that informs the way you think and feel and act and speak, that bubble, you need to be able to own that and not allow it to be manipulated. And they are doing everything they can to manipulate our energetic fields so we don't have self-governance, so that we're constantly... Giving away our power to the healthcare, care, to um, religious beliefs, to the education system, to our, to our bosses or whoever uh, might want to top down govern us.
0: Yeah, it's all about boundaries and knowing where you've allowed boundaries to not exist, where you need to strengthen them. And energetically is the first place to start, absolutely, because everything is a trickle down effect from there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so many people are just having a hard time um, asking questions or asking questions of themselves or like even knowing what they feel or think because they've numbed out so long. They've been watching TV, going to work, paying the bills, doing what was supposed to be done, like what they thought they were supposed to do.
0: What are um, are some of the- All
1: their obligations.
0: (laughs) Yeah, what are some of the questions that you've heard um, that people are struggling to ask themselves, like they're they're having a hard time, kind of really going in with it.
1: Well, I think the first question right right now that's you know that's a, in the biggest debated question is like what why are we in a pandemic or what is the pandemic and is it really about you know there's just some basic questions right now that people are just accepting the narrative of the news or accepting house arrest, mm-hmm. like. Okay, all our rights just got taken away from us, and everybody's just com- compliant. Which, in a way, is is great. I'm not I'm not promoting like anarchistic um, yeah. behavior, but I do think that responsible anarchy is important in mm-hmm. situations like this because if we just sit at home waiting for the um, oppression to end, or you know the to be over, and we're just bystanders, and kind of you know numbing out to Netflix, and and just you know kind of on standby, and not critically thinking like mm-hmm. why is this happening? What does this mean for me? What do I want for my life? Like who am I in this conversation? Like what do I think? What do I feel right now? What do I need? Um, those just basic questions <laughs> like to, to be a questioner, like people just stopped questioning. They're not, they're not questioning what's going on. And I'm not, I don't mean question it like, um, an angry adolescent that's just angry. Right. Yeah. And no, but question just out of curiosity, like people have lost basic curiosity and they're just, um, kind of going along with it, not wanting to, rock the boat not mm-hmm. wanting to know the truth and honestly you know, the truth is a lot more than most people can handle um mm-hmm. when we really start to see who's governing the planet what's going on what this war is about who's involved in the war, who's controlling all of this um yeah. i think it's very very hard to digest and most people don't have the capacity within them so if you can't ask those big questions and you don't want to be in that discussion or go down that rabbit hole, which there's so much disinformation out there, it's hard to navigate. Just asking it of your, your own life and your own bubble. And I think that that's where the gift of the quarantine is, is because all of us just have to take care of home base right now, which is what I teach in my school is like how to own the sovereignty of your own bubble. And in order to actually do that, you do need some time in isolation or in nature, ideally um, to like, if you're you're allowed there, (laughs) if you're allowed right Right now, I'm not. So I've been hiding out and finding my little sneaky um, places to go. My rebellious nature can't just be in a house. Yeah. Like being in, being in wild nature where, where the, in nature, spirit. When you're with the earth in its natural environment, not like um, the fake uh, environment of of nature, but just like plants growing and trees, and the older the better, the more wild the better. Um, your energy system, your actual field around your body, will get restructured naturally because you're going to harmonize with the vibration of nature, with the frequency of of the earth um, we have to restructure our ourselves in order to hear our inner navigation and then we, we can get quiet enough um, and actually start to stabilize where the the boundary of our self is because we do have a boundary of our self um, it's it's a little bit larger than your outstretched arms that is your energy field and that is truly the only thing in this entire universe that you have control over. And it's the one thing that you 100% command. It's your birthright to own it. And if you're not owning it, someone else, some other entity or energy is controlling it.
0: Okay. So Uh, that's, that's actually a very um, good point to bring up because I'm, I find personally, and let me know how you find this with your clients, but When people are going through a dark night of the soul and awakening, um, a lot of it is due to the fact that they're starting to realize they can't control everything the way they used to anymore. And it's that lack of control that is really scary.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. and it's probably because they're misusing their energy and they're trying to control things outside themselves. So I talk a lot about vertical alignment versus horizontal. Um, So most people have been trained to be horizontal, like to try to control your physical environment or what's in ordinary reality. And that's how they keep us off kilter. They meaning like the, the other agenda, the dark agenda to, to keep us away from our power to, to really there's opposing forces just in nature, right? There's light and dark. So if we don't want to get into the big discussion of, (laughs) of, of the intergalactic war kind of thing, but, (laughs) but just like vertical versus horizontal. Okay. If we're focused on the horizontal plane and, and trying to stabilize by like our relationships or our job and identify with, well, you know, I do this for a living and I have this kind of salary and that's what most people measure themselves by. And they feel somewhat secure or insecure by, by their physical standing, right? How much money they have, their relationship status, um, their nationality, some, some sort of identity marker to their physical sense, and when that dissolves or is taken away like it is right now globally um it's being taken away people are locked out of country you know borders are closed. Everything, whoever you identified yourself with is going to change in a crisis or in a dark night of the soul um so all the personality gets stripped off all the things that you thought were your grounding are gone uh, you have to go to the vertical <laughs> point because in the vertical space, the vertical axis, you, you're connecting to the earth as our mother and, and to the central sun um, to where we are birthed from and returned to, right? So it's, we shift from being a, a physical human being to being a spiritual being, to being in the vertical axis point where we start to culminate and realize we're so much more than, than the human uh identity ego structure and when we come in contact with our vertical nature um that's when we can find the center point or what i call the zero point and start to bring everything into um into our existence when we i I believe that the spiritual awakening we're having right now uh is us in embodying our spiritual essence in into the physical body mm-hmm. in this I, lifetime like we're not dying to evolve we're we're evolving while we're consciously awake and the only way we can do that is standing in the vertical axis and harnessing our energy it's not about going to find a new vocation or trying to change your job i mean that's all going to happen as a result of you um finding your vertical alignment and Harnessing and harnessing and accessing and integrating, 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 because that's when all the false beliefs uh, have to basically fall, fall away and and die in order for the new reality to be birthed forward.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you. It's all about integrating more of higher self into this body so that you become spirit and action in the physical.
1: And honestly, like the only way it's happened for me is when everything's been taken away from me. Everything. Because whenever I have attached to a person, a place, a thing, a home, whatever, it's been taken from me again and again and again. I've had my house burned down. I've had all my life savings stolen. I've had i've been poisoned and had death threats and i have had a lot of things happen to me <laughs> and uh many times every time that i've been very close but i get attached to like what i'm doing or the project i'm working on or the person i'm with or something and they're gone it's just it's taken and i have to recalibrate and i realize in each moment in each crisis point i realized Actually, everything I need is already inside me. I'm not, why am I, I'm okay, even though these things are been taken away. In fact, I needed them to be taken away so that I could harness more yeah so my my true self
0: yeah and I my dad always said to me as a kid you just love to learn your lessons the hard way (laughs) I feel like on a soul level (laughs) I'm like wow like really when when are we gonna when are we gonna change this programming Nicole
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. well I think we are born for this and we're preparing for this and those of us who've been through like the shamanic death and rebirth again and again are, are here as pioneers and way for this great turning that we're in because this is the turning of a new age no matter if it turns more dark or more light like it depends on how many of us harness our power what reality we're experiencing and so that's why i wanted to talk with you today and like get this message out there because we've got to do that work of, of calling in our, our full essence into the body, because each one of us holds the, the key to uh, like a piece of the puzzle to the great turning. We need to come and, and do what we actually came here to do. But the only way we can do what we came here to do is to just be who we are and to understand who we are. We have to strip off all the false narratives and, the exciting part for me in all of this is that finally the the false reality is crumbling you know our our money system has been false for a very long time our politics our news our education all of it and it's all crumbling our healthcare and i think we're starting to see through the cracks and it's it's going to be messy and chaotic and people are going to feel crazy and they're not going to know Um, what the truth is and so how do we know what truth is anyway like a lot of people just know what truth is because they find someone that they think is telling the truth and then they believe what that person says instead of discerning it and being your own inner researcher like how do you know it's true like how do you really know it's true does it really sit with you or do you just go along with what everybody else is saying because these people are wacko nutcase conspiracy theorists and these people seem more educated and scientific or something like that's what's happening right now Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it's interesting because um you're going to see trump supporters agreeing with conspiracy theorists which never has before happened notice when did publicans agree with conspiracy until now It's really exciting for me. And when did conspiracy theorists like (laughs) agree with Republicans? Like um, there's just like some interesting, it's all getting so blended. So nobody's going to know. We're losing affinity to um, labels. Mm -hmm. The label, all the boxes are spilling out, busting open. I love that.
0: That is probably one of the most detrimental things that we as a society are needing to um, get rid of. You know, when we talk about like losing things, you know, like having things taken away from us, we really need to take away all the labels because it completely it take, it, it takes away our ability to identify with the human spirit of each individual, you know, and it's like thinking that these things define us or, you know, it's, it's again, it goes all the way back to this idea of if you believe one thing, then you can't believe the other thing. And in the, in the world of duality, that may be true, but if we're transcending a dual reality and we're starting to realize that absolutely two truths can be the same, can be held at the same time, just depends on the conscious level. It also depends on like the perspective that you know, like for instance, I was just talking about this on a on a previous podcast where I'm like, "How do you? How is it possible to feel ecstasy and sadness at the exact same time?" But you do. You can, and I have it's
1: so possible. Me too. Right. Mm-hmm. And but we're
0: taught that they can't coexist at the same time together. But mm-hmm. the reality is, is even when you look at the political spectrum, when you look at say Republicans and um, and Democrats, for the most part, most people kind of are in the center of that you know like you have people on the extreme ends but for the most part most people are somewhere either center left center right or somewhere in the center Mm
2: -hmm.
0: when you look at like the the general population but unfortunately it's the extreme ends that have the loudest voice and the squeakiest wheel gets the oil and so we're thinking, especially with the way the news puts out all this information, is that we just have this tendency to believe that, oh, if you're this, of this kind of, okay, if you're a Democrat, then you must think this way. If you're a Republican, you must think this way. And it doesn't allow us to have our own personality, our own set of ideals, or our own just ability to think differently at any given time that we want. And that's the Mm -hmm. whole idea of impermanence and then how like, you know, you were talking about this idea of how nothing is, everything is changing. Nothing is ever going to stay the same and being willing to let go and move in the flow of knowing that everything is impermanent. And when you can at least attach to, if there's anything to attach to, it's, it's to that because then you don't feel the loss so much in a sense of needing to hang on for dear life because it's what you believed for so long.
1: Yeah. If we could let go of all of the worry and fear about what it's going to look like on the other side and just be in the moment to moment experience of what's happening. I think people are going to be more creative. They're going to birth forward something that's going to surprise even themselves. Like we are all caterpillars turning into butterflies or or seeds turning into some sort of a, a a sprout, but we don't know what the plant is. You know, you, mm-hmm. are you an acorn? Are you a, a pine? Are you a, a, a vegetable? Like, what, what is your seed that's being awakened? But for sure, we are all seeds being watered right now. And if we can allow the miracle of the creation, uh, the mystery of the great unknown of our soul, like our our universal consciousness to wake up right now I think we're going to be really pleasantly surprised at who we actually are because I know from my own experience and all of the huge dark nights I've gone through and some of them have lasted a year or more some of them have been just a few months some of them a few days Um, but they're massive transformations like when I come out of a dark night I don't see the same way. I don't think the same way. My personality has changed. Often the way I act and behave in the world has changed. Often my business evolves and shifts and my expression shifts. Sometimes I move, sometimes my relationship ends. You know, like It can transform everything when you allow yourself to birth from the inside out and it's just imperative right now that we learn self-governance at that level the inner navigation system how to be a sovereign energetic being first and then your sovereignty just naturally unfolds in the way that um what you consume and and what you believe and and who you um affiliate yourself with Mm
0: -hmm. question for you given Everything, well, since we've talked about you know the internal guidance system as being like the key to everything right now. Um mm-hmm. for you, what are you seeing going forward from all of this? Like what is your own intuitive um compass telling you of what to expect? And and of course, everything's changing, timelines, all of that. But from just kind of like pulling back a little bit, what do you anticipate or see happening going forward? Because you did mention that. Uh, I think you maybe you, maybe I didn't hear this right. Um, that you do see it maybe getting a little darker before it gets lighter.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that that that's definitely possible. I think that the darkness until everyone's sort of on the same page. I think there's still some disbelief that you know we're in the cognitive dissonance phase of like, is this really happening? This isn't really happening. Like, when's it going to go back to normal? Um, I think that the shutdown. I think there's a shakedown happening at, at the deepest level of who's running the planet. Um, It's like a changing of the guards of the planetary guards. And I think that we can't see uh, at all what it actually looks like. And until, until this sort of war is over, we don't really know what it looks like, but, um, I can say that our conscious we, we're helping uh, direct the mothership earth by the way that um, we're operating and more of the more of us that can really tune in and hold our energetic centers. And it, it doesn't necessarily mean like meditating all day. Like I, I needed to do that for quite a few years in order to, to restructure my system um, but it might just look like uh, keeping your own counsel and really just tuning out things that aren't, um, aren't serving you to, mm-hmm. you know, and like just finding your own inner joy, aligning like what lights you up what, and grieving what you need to grieve and just being in your own process. But I see that um, there's something better than any of us could have ever thought of possible. Um, in the near future, if, if we're able to unhook from the things that have been feeding off of us, that Mm. makes sense. Like if we can really let go of all the ways that we allow ourselves to be food for darkness or fuel for fear, Mm -hmm. um, and just tune in and and realize that we're navigating our own ship like have your own dialogue going on um like turn off learn how to block out all the external inputs and just resonate from the inside out Um, I like to call it become become a bliss ball, um, <laughs> because if if we can really at, like learn how to access love. So I I teach this vertical alignment exercise, which um, everyone listening can can grab from my my website, uh, knowtheSelf.com, just to help you find to activate your own star seed from within. But I think that it's happening spontaneously like popcorn because there's so many of us on the planet now that are able to do that. And then if everyone were to do that and, and come up with their own creative way of navigating through this, I mean, I think a lot of people's job description is going to change. I think people are going to become more entrepreneurial, which really excites me. I think people are going to be creative and come up with solutions based on true needs that are needed right there in their community. Yeah. Serving, serving community more, being closer to people and, um, and And I do see that they're, yes. I mean, like so many people have gifts and abilities that they're not even tapping, um, because they needed a paycheck. Well, just imagine like the whole monetary system is collapsing. So, um, what are you going to do if you get to choose what to do? Like you have an opportunity right now to rewrite your entire life according to your own rules, your own desires. Like we we could. Yeah. Even those, like I'm in Mexico, people here are really poor. Um, most people I know have lost their jobs. Like everyone I know around here is at this moment in. A financial state of shock and disbelief, like they they don't have money for food this week. It's not, not sitting on credit cards and comfort you know mm-hmm. there's no governmental handouts going on except maybe some basic food, but I also see that they're more relaxed about it. like I see that people are getting super creative on how they're going to um, support themselves. So it's, it's scary. Cause I can see that this could turn into looting and craziness really quickly. Um, but I also feel like it's not like most people are, are just trying to find a new way to, to survive and thrive. And I think if we're all in the creative mind, this could be a huge thriving new economy on the other side of this in a new way. Absolutely. And maybe it's not based on money, right? <laughs> it's based on uh, just serving each other in new ways.
0: Yeah. And I think that, you know, when you were talking about that whole idea of people kind of um, starting to be challenged to think a little bit more um, for themselves in a sense of how they're going to be financially self-sufficient outside of even just like a company or outside of um, like this idea of maybe you could become more entrepreneurial or you could just freelance. And like, and, and to be honest, freelance is truly about, you know, like you call all the shots, you know, like mm-hmm. you're not dependent on anyone or anything. And it's just you. Um, really doing your business however way that, you know, you connecting with whatever clients you want to, whoever you want to work with. And there's a, there's a deep sense of freedom there and liberation um, through freelancing, which I think is a great way to start. Even if you implement, even if you're working for a company or you've got a business and, but you're kind of really wanting to break free of some of that, that's a really good way to just start dipping your toe into the pond. Um, to create your own financial self-sufficiency. Because I think, especially with this um, pandemic that's come up and and shutting pretty much almost the entire economy down, is that people have realized, wow, um, online businesses have been able to stay afloat and in some cases flourish through that. And it doesn't mean that brick and mortars i think brick and mortars should be gone with it. absolutely not um they definitely serve a purpose because all it would take is the internet to go down and then all these online yeah, businesses would just be screwed just
1: about to say that right? i don't know how long we're going to have exactly yeah, so, our power grid but yeah you know it's yeah. it's very
0: interesting and i have a question for you before before we close off the show it's a little bit it's still on topic, but it's a little deviating outside of what we've been talking about. <laughs> you know, oh, one of the, my friends, he was asking me the other day about like how my dreams have been and how I felt like there's like all these wars going on on the astral plane or, you know, in 4D. And, um, and I was like, yeah, but my dreams have been whatever. But of course, like last night, of course, I had this dream where I felt like I was in a war. And uh, I'm curious, what are you experiencing in your um, dream state uh, on the astral plane? And are you experiencing any sort of wars or has it been pretty um, pretty chill?
1: I love that you asked that because this morning I woke up and I had um, a recurring dream. Well, I had a dream that I had just three days ago and um, it makes me really happy, but basically uh in the dream there was a huge rainbow in the sky and uh, both dreams were the same exact same dream and i was looking at a blue sky with white fluffy clouds and this huge vibrant rainbow and i followed the rainbow and it like landed you know sometimes when the rainbows land onto the ground it's really magical, you know, because as a child, it was always like, find the end of the rainbow. Mm -hmm. And it was always hard to find. Well, the last few years, I've been finding rainbows hitting the ground. And um, in the dream, it landed on this tiny, little um, shack kind of house. It was a wood roof, like, something like a shack someone would build in their backyard, like a shed. Um, But it was a vibrantly painted little one room house kind of a thing um with it, it was jungly so it kind of looked like tulum or the areas around mexico where i am uh, palm trees and stuff but it was a clearing and there was this house and then the the rainbow was hitting the roof and so i walked up to the house like oh my god it, it's literally like on the roof and then i went inside the little house and it was a little ice cream shop and i looked up and they had painted a rainbow like just in with paint colors on the roof and um i said what how did you know they said no the rainbow always drops down and in both dreams um i felt that i was in this elemental kingdom like like with leprechauns and i have a affinity with these elemental beings they've come to me um at really marking moments of my awakening Mm -hmm. and so it was just like they they were showing me like (laughs) i mean ironically it's like oh it ends up with ice cream like and i think there is a there's a double rainbow ice cream no in the us or something there's a shop I think called Oh, really? old rainbow. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I realized that after I woke up, I'm like, I think there is an ice cream shop that has a rainbow in it. But I don't really even eat ice cream. But the fact was, there, it, it just gave me all this hope that we are stepping into like, um, the way I saw it, it was like a new earth, like a, it was green, it was lush. Um, rainbows dropped down to the earth and created sweetness. And we were interacting with the elements like alive. The elements were so alive and interactive. Um, so I, I see that happening. Maybe yesterday I went for a bike ride um, through town where, which is normally really crowded here and there's nobody. It's a ghost town. There's just police trolling. Um, and there was all these wild animals that I had never seen before in, inside the city. Oh, really? And yeah, that, and that was not my dream. That actually happened yesterday. Yeah. So I feel like, um, and I can hear the bird song and I was taking video and I was like, Oh my God, you can hear the birds. There's so many birds, um, which normally you can't cause it's thumping music and lots of people. Uh, so I don't know. I, I'm, I'm feeling that we're, um, creating something magical right now and yeah i'm yeah. i know there is a war going on i'm not oblivious to it and i've been fighting it and working on it for pretty much my entire life um but i feel like we are coming to this sort of end of the rainbow point and i i do feel this is the golden age um that the vedas talk about the satya yuk and I think that each one of us um, has a role to play in, in how we wake that up and bring it forward. And that's, you know, I'm just here to kind of shepherd and mentor that process. I feel like a gardener watering seeds and allowing myself to be watered also. But something beautiful um, can arise from this, I'm sure of it.
0: hmm yeah it's kind of like i was uh I had a client who was doing a reading for her um the other day, and it kind of came up in her reading that like the this idea of the birth canal of like you know going through, and I feel like meant like this entire planet is kind of going through the birth canal of the birthing of by, like like a new earth where it's dark and, you know, it, it, you don't know where, where you're going from. You're leaving one place and you're going to a new place and you don't know what's on the other side. And, um, it's like the really scary part of the birthing process for what's being birthed. And, um, I feel like we're kind of in that birth canal right now.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it always feels like a death. Things get really dark before they get better. So whoever's listening to this and struggling just hang in there you know focus on the light, find the zero point. find the stillness within your heart, within your chest. Um, I have lots of audios and videos um, on my website to help people in the process. I also have a quiz <laughs> I created a few weeks ago um, to help people like see what percentage of their life purpose that they've fulfilled.
0: Oh um, cool
1: and so you can take that on my website um, at know and yeah I'm I'm just hoping people really learn to um to dig deep enough to find that stillness so that they can be part of the solution and not part of because if we're if we're trapped in fear and and trauma we're adding to the problem on the planet. We're adding, we're giving food to the virus. Um, So we need to, to find that place where we can stay sane, stay calm, um, be responsive and really understand our own uh, ability to discern truth. And I do have a a course for that. If people are interested, you can um, learn more, more about my mystery school on my website as well.
0: Well, thank you. And to our audience, if you're really resonating with any of Amalia's information and you'd like to work with her, please go check out her website, com, and um, you can contact her from there and, of course, uh, get any of her courses or products that are available. The quiz sounds really interesting.
1: Uh, thanks, Amalia, for coming back on the show. It was great to have you back on. It was so nice to talk to you, Nicole. I love I love what you guys are doing, and yeah, I'm a big fan of Inline no.
0: thank you and thanks again to our audience for joining us this week i love you all be safe and um stay in your light stay out of the fear and uh be centered be still don't be afraid to be still at these times um we definitely need some calmness in the storm so if you can be part of that then then please join in i love you guys we'll be back with you next week
2: bye Thank you all for joining our show. We appreciate you tuning in and supporting us. If any of you have any questions you would like answered on the show or any guests that you would like to hear on our show, please email that information to us at info at enlightenup.us or send us a voice message using the Anchor app. There's a super cool feature on there that allows you to send us a message or ask us a question with a touch of a button right from the app. And please continue to support us by following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you haven't checked out Nicole's channel on YouTube yet, head on over there for some more insight from her, or you can visit her website inflexibleme.com, where you can book a personal coaching session or a tarot reading, watch some of her most informative videos, or you can sign up for her newsletter. And if you're interested in some light language healing, head to my YouTube channel, lisaloveslove.com, or send me an email to lisa at lisaloveslove.com to inquire about your own personal reading. Thank you again for joining us and supporting us, and we'll be back with you all next week.